Welcome to the 57 Podcast. I'm your host, Pri, and today we're going to talk about the tragedy in Sri Lanka and how it applies to us. If you haven't already, be sure to rate, review, and hit the subscribe button. Here we go. I cite my sources as NPR, I went to CNN.com, and I went to The Guardian. More than 207 people were killed and 450 wounded after explosions tore through Sri Lanka in a series of coordinated blasts and struck churches and hotels. It marked the country's worst violence since the end of the Civil War in 2009. The blast started as people gathered for Mass on Easter Sunday. Bombings were at St. Sebastian's Church in Nagambo, Zion Church in Batakaloa, in the capital of Colombo, St. Anthony's Shrine, Kingsbury Hotel, Shangri-La Hotel, Cinnamon Grand Hotel, a guest house near Dehiwala Zoo, and a block of flats where police were doing raids. Three police were also killed doing those raids. Now, being in a situation like this can be horrific. There are things that can be learned from this. First, we need to talk about the scope of this and how absolutely horrible of a situation this is. Now, people go to church on Sundays every week. And, you know, we we go to church and, you know, we're like, okay, we're going to go to lunch afterwards. And we kind of take it for granted, you know, that we live in such a, a safe country as the United States. And one day we could get a rude awakening where something horrific happens, you know, and you want to be prepared for those situations. Now, I'm not trying to be a fear monger, and that's not what I'm trying to to get at here. What I am trying to get at is that we can all be a little bit more prepared and be more aware of the situations that we're going in, even if they are the more, you know, mundane or 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 typical situations, you know, that we find ourselves in. First thing you can do that I always I always like to like to push is work on your physical fitness. Now, when you work on your physical fitness, you put yourself in a better situation so that if you are in a situation like this, you know that you'll be fit enough to, if you need to, you know, carry a loved one or, or, or need to move objects out of the way to, to get to a loved one, or maybe you're just trying to help somebody else, you know, you'll be able, you'll be physically fit to do that. Another thing to take into consideration is you want to know first aid, CPR, and some stop the bleed training. Now, the reason for all of these are for first aid is you want to be able to 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 tend to people with the most basic of needs. Okay, you want to know CPR because if you need to give chest compressions to somebody, you need to know how to do that successfully. Because somebody could have gone into, you know, cardiac arrest, you know, during such an attack and they may need somebody to give mouth to mouth until mouth to mouth or chest compressions until um, first responders arrive and stop the bleed. There are tons of people who die in car accidents every day. And in being in a situation like this, there are chances that people could receive shrapnel or, you know, just random parts from a bomb that can 
sever a an, art, an arterial artery and you may need to put a tourniquet on somebody and you need knowing on how to do that on how to do that for a loved one is incredibly important you know and and it could save somebody's life so these are some things to take into consideration to to learn and so that when you walk through your your daily life you know you are you are prepared for if something like this happens and finally is training now there are lots of places that you can get training like this and one thing that you need to do is introduce stress into your training because when you introduce stress into your training it will prepare you for when you go into a situation like this because be, when, when something like this happens your heart rate's going to start going and you're, you're going to be confused and you're not going to know what to do what you need to do is take a second to take in the situation and then proceed from there because once you are able to do that you you'll be more calm you, you'll 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 settle your, yourself down a little bit and then you'll be able to uh to, to go and provide some uh some assistance to somebody and um our friends over at fieldcraft survival they provide a lot of this training so look them up on the internet fieldcraftsurvival.com they have classes that they that they um hold around the country so check out their scheduling and uh and see if maybe you can get into uh, into a class Moving on, the blast gave way to sounds of screams and cries as billowing smoke could be seen from the streets. Inside the churches, devastated worshippers stood near pews covered in rubble and blood. A similar scene of destruction was reported at the luxury hotels that were attacked. No one has claimed responsibility for the attacks, but police say 13 suspects linked to the explosions have been arrested. The Associated Press reported, Sri Lanka's Defense Minister, Ruwan Wajawardene, described the violence as a terrorist attack carried out by religious extremists and said he believed they were part of one group. Information about the bombings appeared to have been received in advance. We must look into why adequate precautions were not taken. Neither I nor the ministers were kept informed. Now, that's a problem because that's a communication issue between, between uh, in this government entity. It's a leadership problem that that this information didn't get didn't get pushed up the chain of command. It was a river of blood. A shoekeeper named N.A. Sumanapala near St. Anthony's Shrine told the New York Times, Ash was falling like snow, he said. I saw limbs and heads. There were children, too. After the explosions, the government announced a curfew which took immediate effect. Easter services scheduled for Sunday were canceled. Sunday evening were canceled. Sri Lanka's state news agency reported that the government moved to block social media sites, including Facebook and Instagram, to stop the spread of false information. The Sri Lanka Red Cross said misinformation had already begun to spread online about its building being attacked, and it sought to dispel the rumor. Security forces were deployed to religious sites, and Sri Lanka's president, Mathriapala Sirisenza, told defense officials to set up a national operations center for investigations. We will go after them, Defense Minister Mijawardini vowed. Whatever religious extremism, extremism 
that they are following, we will take the necessary actions against them and we will stop these groups from operating in this country in the near future. The defense minister also said that three police officers lost their lives during a search for suspects after explosives detonated. The foreign minister said that at least 27 foreigners were killed, a Portuguese national, a Dutch national, two Turkish engineers, at least three British citizens, several Chinese citizens were reported among the dead as well. Several American citizens were also among the victims, a spokesperson for the U.S. State Department told NPR. U.S. officials are advising Americans in Sri Lanka to remain sheltered in place and to follow news reports. The spokesperson said the U.S. Embassy in Colombo gave Americans who might need help a phone number to call to reach embassy staff. During his Easter Sunday Mass at the Vatican, Pope Francis took time to offer condolences to victims of what he called such a cruel act of violence. President Trump tweeted a message of support for Sri Lanka on Sunday, saying, The United States offers heartfelt condolences to the great people of Sri Lanka. We stand ready to help. Muslims in Sri Lanka have also condemned the violence. Al Salian Jaminyathol Yolama, a Sri Lankan-based group of Islamic clerics, denounced the attacks on Christian places of worship. Sri Lanka, a small island nation in the Indian Ocean, is primarily Buddhist. Less than 10% of the country identifies as Catholic, according to Sri Lanka's Department of Census and Statistics. Religious and ethnic tensions have plagued the tropical country for years. A civil war, a civil war started in 1983 and ended in, 19, in 2009. After security forces defeated the Tamil Tigers, rebels who were fighting for an independent homeland. Sri Lanka's minority Christian community appeared to be the main target of Sunday's attack. Christianity is a minority religion in Sri Lanka, accounting for less than 10% of the total population of 21.4 million. According to the census data, 70 0.2% of Sri Lankans identify as Buddhist, 12% Hindu, 9.7% Muslim, and 7.4% Christian. It is estimated that 82% of Sri Lankans Christians are Roman Catholic. Now, this sounds like, you know, like a recipe for another, another war. I shouldn't say another war. I should say maybe, you know, just that it's it's just going to keep on going, that it's never ending. You know, another fight against terrorism, you know, another cause to get behind, you know, another location that 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 we're going to get involved in. Now, who who knows? You know, maybe maybe this is something that we don't get involved in, but it sounds like, you know, that that they could be asking for help. And you know what happens after a country asks for help, the, the Americans get involved. And it's not necessarily a bad thing because I think that there is somewhat of a, of a moral, a moral, I wouldn't say dilemma, but you're in a moral position. If you can help somebody, you want to help them. Now, is this going to extend, you know, where are these, where are these people from? Who's going to take responsibility for this? You know, is, is this a new, you know, terrorist organization or what have you, who knows, but 
you know, I, I just wish that there is, you know, some way that, you know, that we don't have to send more guys out there. Hopefully it doesn't, it doesn't come to that. And I don't want it to come to that. But we need to think about what, what's going on in these other countries. We need to take their issues seriously because we can take, we can learn lessons from what is happening in other places and, and try to implement them here. You know, how did these guys, you know, get these explosives? How did they, how did they do this? You know, what's the communication as citizens? What can we do? What can we look out for? What are we trying to do to, to help the cause? Because, you know, in, in America, there seems to be a, a, a big, somewhat of an anti-police, anti-establishment thing going on. And there needs to be a realization among the citizens and among the government that we're all in this together, you know, that we're all trying to, 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 to lead good lives and, and, and lead, a, lead, lead the good fight against, against, uh, against evil tyranny. And against, and just against evil, there's a lot of people out there. They go, to, they go to work, and you know they want to come home and 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 watch the ball game on TV, you know. And that's the, you know, somewhat the American dream. And you know, we're all we're all entitled to that. But it only takes another it takes another nine eleven to to make a blip on the radar, a little blip on the Richter scale to change things. Where you know maybe people start taking things a little bit more seriously. You know, after nine eleven, everybody was. You know, going to the gas stations, grabbing gas, you know, wanting to know what the heck was going on. There's a huge sense of patriotism. And then over time, it seemed to have, it seemed to have faded away. And, and I don't, I don't know why, you know, I, I don't know why that people can't take, you know, pride in their flag and, and, and understand that the flag is, is a symbol and it's a symbol of freedom. It's a symbol of freedom around the world. Maybe some people don't like it you know, what have you, you know, that's, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but it's, it's important to know that, that, you know, we're, 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 that we're free here and we, and we need to, we need to defend our freedom and we need to accept that there's certain realities that are, that, that couldn't, that could change the way that we do things, you know? And 9-11 was one of them. It was one of them for my generation, you know, as far as I knew, you know, everybody, you know, graduated high school, went to college, you know, got a, you know, you got a degree and then you got a job, got married, had kids. And, you know, that was, that's, that's pretty much it, you know, and then 9-11 happened and then a lot of guys signed up for military service. I was one of them and it, it, you know, it changed my life and we, we don't want another one of those situations to happen. And in order to prevent that, we need to be more aware as citizens. You know, we need to help, you know, the, you know, police officers. We, we need to help firefighters, you know, first responders. And, and look, look around and see if we see things that are suspicious, things that stand out, you know. Don't just keep your head in your phone when you're walking around. Take, take a look around, you know. Is there some guy, you know, sitting in a, in a car, you know, across the street from a building, sweating, just sitting there, you know, looking nervous, you know, you might want to report something like that. If you're walking down the street, do you see somebody walking behind you? You make a right, they're still there, 
you make a left and then another left and they're, they're, they're still behind you. You know, that's a little bit of cause for concern. I would say if you take your head out of your phone, you'll notice these things. You start paying attention to things, especially if you have kids. Now people are kidnapping kids and, and, and doing all kinds of horrible things to them, you know, and, and we definitely don't want that happening. So if you have kids, keep an eye on them when you're, when, when you're at the park, watch them make, look who they're playing with look who they're talking to look you know where they're running around at and uh and, and keep a lookout you know i hope uh i hope everybody uh you know takes the advice seriously remember this is just a call for awareness i'm not trying to call the dogs and, and, and ring the bells or anything but this is a serious thing that happened in sri lanka and we want to keep our eyes open and our and our ears our ears out paying attention, you know, because, uh, we don't want it happening here. Well, that's all that I got for you today, guys. And, uh, thank you for listening. It's very appreciative. I hope you, uh, hope this, you know, gives you some awareness for your Monday, what's going on in the world right now. And, uh, and take care of yourselves, everybody. And I'll see you Thursday. This is pre out. Mm-hmm.